you need tonight A little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and caramel kirk Check them out as they go to work c -c congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a can of bass And blast, blast, blast And I hope you like this show. Oh. Well, yeah. Ooh, Carmen, welcome back to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Hey. We are doing this in the morning. We haven't done a morning episode in a long time. That's true. This is the first morning that we've had off together to just lay down and hang out and not be rushing off somewhere. So Going that's off really somewhere, nice. Doing, yeah. doing whatever we're doing. Yeah. It's uh <sighs> today is Veterans Day. We're actually taping this on Veterans Day. Uh-huh. And uh Kirk has the day off from work. Right. Which he shouldn't uh-huh. I shouldn't get the day Why off. Why if you're not a veteran, you get the day off? Why are you <laughs> getting the, to celebrate Veterans Day? Uh, uh, my company, they do an either-or holiday. So we can e either take this day off or Indigenous Peoples Day. Oh, my, that's not your day either. Yeah, I know. Oh, my. That's the same thing as, like, when you hear about, um, you're talking to some friends and, like, they go to a school that's predominantly white. Right. And you go to one of the neighborhood schools, and they're like, oh, we got Martin Luther King Day off, and we don't? Uh -huh. What the f- Yeah. Like, what is happening? Right. How did we not get to that? Maybe they're like, y'all dumb. Y'all need that day in school. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta stay in you there. You guys gotta stay in there. <laughs> uh, so, yes, it is Veterans Day today, and also today, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, definitive edition, comes out. Oh, yeah. That's Grand Theft Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. They're being released in a pack. The graphics have been updated. The characters actually have fingers. Mm -hmm. When the f game first came out, people talked with their fingers all attached. Mm -hmm. And so now they have fingers. And a lot of people wondering, a lot of people wondering, Carmen, they're like, hey, you know, uh, get the old memories of that Grand Theft Auto whenever it came out, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a, such such a fun times. It we is. I remember, the Grand remember uh, having it in a household when we were younger, and uh, I remember because uh, you know Tony had video games growing up. Yeah, I don't think he plays really once in a uh -huh. blue moon now, but he used to play when he was younger. And uh, Tony is what twelve years older than Taiwan. Mm -hmm. So when Taiwan was younger, Taiwan would be back there. He's playing Grand Theft Auto and these video games. And mm -hmm. my mom happened to look because she didn't really know what she had bought. Right. And she think it was a card game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it is a card game. I know, but she didn't know what was all involved mm -hmm. in it. And she's watching it. And she's looking at Taiwan pick hookers up. And, and she's like, what the? You can't play this game no more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then he would just sneak and play it. Right. And he was so good at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, would, he would literally stay up all night sneaking, playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I think that was the, uh, I think he was playing the San Andreas, or maybe the Vice City one, I'm not sure. Right. Uh, how old is he compared to us? He is um, seven years younger than me, so he's 25 now. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. He turned 25 in July. Yep. Yeah. 
well, maybe, maybe he was, yeah, maybe one of the PlayStation 2s. You know, the yeah. PlayStation 2 games, right? We never had Xboxes. Right. We always had PlayStation. So, uh, yeah, the, that old PlayStation 2 trilogy. I'm excited. I But I don't know if I'm actually going to play it, Carmen. I don't know if well, I'm going to get Well, you got to finish the Hot Wheels game oh, first. Oh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. That oh, man. game stresses me out. Why? Because you're like, press the stop button, press the brake, and so you could turn better. I'm right. like, I got to figure out where all the buttons well, are. Well, you got to drift, right? Well, right. it's pretty easy. Uh, one triggers gas, one triggers brake, and then one triggers your boost. It's boost. only three buttons you need to know. And then you got to steer. Left, right, yeah, right, right. That's more than three That's buttons. Five buttons. <laughs> That's five buttons, but yeah. there's twenty buttons on the controller. Exactly. Right. So it's a lot going on. And then when you're in the heat of it, and you go to press the brake, uh-huh. and you didn't press the right button, I don't know. I'm not a video game person, so right. it stresses me out more than anything. I'm just about <laughs> done with it though. Yeah. So yeah, I almost completed the map. Oh, check you out. Uh, that game, they uh, so th- you know it's a Hot Wheels game. So one of the fun things about Hot Wheels is uh, collecting the cars, the different cars and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and part of the game is you get these blind boxes and you open it up and you're like, oh, I got a new car, and then you look mm-hmm. at the stats and there's only like really like five cars that are like actually like good. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of them just kind of suck. But uh, uh, people have found that whenever they play online, uh, if they just go to the lobby, they'll get put into a race with mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. And then people will race the race. And uh, at the end of the race, they the race is over. And then they make money, right? Mm-hmm. So they're making game money. Some people are just turning on the console plugging in the controller and just letting it play while they're doing whatever because mm-hmm. you don't have to win the race to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so people are just uh, banking these coins after all of these multiplayer races. Yeah. Just to make money and then get all the collection of Hot Wheels cars. Mm-hmm. And people don't like that. Well, little kids are doing it. Right. No, I, I, it's I, Hot Wheels. I would assume there's a large, younger uh, population that's probably figured out that they can do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they running it up. They like, I'm gonna get all the cars. I'm gonna get all the cars. Yeah, yeah, Great. that's interesting. It's funny because I was listening to the Breakfast Club today on the ra- not on the radio on my phone, and um, they this question came up. They were saying pretty much if the and it's Charlemagne talking. He's like, if the speed limit is eighty. Why does a car need to go 156 miles? Because mm-hmm. I think something happened where, like, a a football player or something killed a woman because he's going too fast right. or so, some story like that. And he's like, if the speed limits most places are, like, 80, so mm-hmm. why does a car need to go 156 or 160 right. miles per hour? And he's like, I don't understand why they make cars like that or why they make, like, um, machine guns, and then people are able to, like, get a hold to them. He's like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand why, this, like, cars like that are, you know, for public consumption. Right. Instead of, like, maybe NASCAR, that's understandable, but mm-hmm. not for, like, the public. And um, DJ Envy, he's like, well, you can actually rent out space on a track if you have cars like that mm-hmm. to drive your own car around the track. He was like, yeah, but most people driving it on the street right. going that fast, like, and so Angela Yee, she's like, I'll get the facts. So she get the facts. She said that most the cars, the power is di- like you have to. They have to go that high for the engine to power a certain way. I guess for um, 
like zero to 60 seconds mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever power you get okay. from the engine, they have to go that fast. And he's like, I just don't get it. He's mm -hmm. like he just wasn't like he wouldn't take the. And she's like I'm giving what, you the facts as to why they do it. What he's saying is that cars have to be capable to reach a certain point, but there's so many. Uh, you know, you can like people can change out the computers and the cars, the chips and stuff to give them a different speed output. But you could, there are limiters and stuff mm -hmm. that you can, can put on there. But people are gonna get around it either way. Yeah, that's what he was saying. DJ Envy was saying that his son has a Corvette, and he there's a limiter on there, so he mm -hmm. cannot go that fast. Right. Um, but she it's funny because she's giving him the facts, and he's just like so mm -hmm. tied into his opinion. Like, I don't get why cars would go that fast. And she's right. like, I'm telling you why. This mm -hmm. is why they make cars that fast. This is the exact reason. And he's like, I just don't get it. He's like, like it. all right, let's move on to the next subject, because right. apparently he don't get it. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it's always an interesting conversation because you got the boys club and then one girl and she has to, yeah, she boys has to club. fight her way into mm -hmm. the conversation most of the time. Right. Which she do a good job of squeezing her way in there, but she, still, she gets in there. And uh, the funny thing, Angela Yee. So the Breakfast Club is Charlemagne, uh, uh, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess. Angela Yee started it on the radio like through like a Eminem business or something. Like he he was uh he through him he she got into like radio. I'm not sure. She's been in it for a long time, mm -hmm. but maybe that was her bigger break. Right. But she and, started interning when she was like 16. Right. And then uh, uh what Charlemagne came out of uh South Carolina. Charlemagne came out of everywhere. He, he got fired. No, but where times. where he like started? He started. It was, yeah, it was like in the country of like South Carolina. Yeah, right, yeah, and then uh, and he was good for South Carolina because they never heard no shit like that before right. on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. like what this guy is just saying whatever he wants, <laughs> and they had never in that smaller town that he's from, Monk's Corner. They mm -hmm. never heard nothing like that on their radio station. So he became popular there, and he got opportunities because of it. Right. So. They kind of come from, he comes from the, he's the type of guy that's going to voice opinions and she's more like, well, you know, she's just kind of, for her, it seems like it's a job, but Charlemagne kind of uses it as a platform to kind of push, to vent, to, and, to talk. vent and say the things that he wants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it always was. Even when back in the day, oh my God, Kirk, I don't know if you've ever watched like the lost tapes of like Charlemagne and Wendy Williams and the interviews that they would do. Oh my God! The interviews that now you know Wendy Williams, she a mess, and then Charlemagne a mess too, and he was her protege. Mm -hmm. Together, they literally would destroy people's lives and career, mm -hmm. and they would attack people so fucking bad on the on the radio. And it right. was like I never seen anything like that before, mm -hmm. especially Wendy. Like, she did an interview with Whitney Houston, mm -hmm. and she like, but you do smoke crack, right? Right. And she's like, and hey, you smoke crack too, Wendy, don't you? <laughs> Whitney Houston was not having their shit. Right. Like, some people would fight back in it. Like, Whitney Houston, they couldn't really get her. Uh -huh. She was like, and I know you too, Wendy, because you be at the same people I buy from. Uh -huh. <laughs> like she was like, we going to talk about my problem. She was like, yeah, I've had a problem. I, I'm vocal about that, but you seem to hide it. Mm -hmm. And then, she, I don't know, it's just a whole thing. But Whitney Houston, she attacked him back. She's right. like, y'all not going to talk about me and my man like that. Uh -huh. How it's just funny. You? Yeah. Right. Definitely interesting. So the um, right now the biggest story in the news that everyone's talking about the whole Astro World. Mm -hmm. I know you haven't heard. Have you heard much about it? No. You've heard little clips and stuff. I've 
you brought it up yesterday, and that's all. You I haven't heard. heard. How haven't you heard this? And it's everywhere, <laughs> Carmen. Because well, yeah, it's under not, a rock, it's not in my purview. It's it's on Google. Okay, you have Google. That's fine. Okay, so Astro World is this festival that Travis Scott, which is a uh, Kylie Jenner, uh, baby's father, boyfriend, right now, and he does this large festival every year and i didn't realize that he was as big as he is i guess i'm not a person who goes to music festivals mm -hmm. it's a different thing to hear artists on a radio than to go to a music festival where they packed out fifty thousand people it's like mm -hmm. they way bigger than you actually even knew they were even going to a wing concert and you see it packed like that and how fast the tickets sell out other people don't know how big they are unless you actually experience that fan base mm -hmm. so it's uh it was interesting to see that and they said it was 50,000 people there, but uh, some reports say it was probably up to 70,000 people. Mm -hmm. And pretty much it was just a wild, a wild festival. They were, it was a mosh pit. People were uh, all over the place and security couldn't control the situation. So uh, eight people ended up dying. They mm -hmm. got trampled. Uh, it was little kids there too. And that's a whole nother topic because why is your small child at a rap festival? Right. A ten year old. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like why why are they there? Like dad wanted to go out. So I guess I bring the kid with me. Right. And then you get your your kid killed at a festival. Like it's crazy. But yeah. So I guess the question is who would be at fault for this uh large mishap? Would it be the artist's fault? I think that's what everybody's going back and forth on. Like whose uh -huh. fault is it that this tragedy happened? Right. Is it Travis Scott's fault because it's technically his festival, but then security and logistics are supposed to handle that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just a. But I feel like he's gonna get the because right now they're trying to cancel him. They're drag him. Well, to you want to? He's a face, right? Right. Like that's the. He's he's a face, but there's so many working parts behind him, right? There should be the venue of where the festival was, right? And there's their own personal security of who gets in and how it's constructed, right? right. And then, uh, you know, there should be whoever designed the policies of how they were going to do it, you know, right. all that stuff. It should have been. I remember I went to Festival Supreme. Uh, there, there. I think there were only three of them, but it was a, it was a comedy music festival that uh, Tenacious D uh, put together, and I went to go see uh, Tenacious D, but mainly I went to go see Garfunkel Notes. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Those two bitches. Yeah, those two <laughs> lovely ladies. <laughs> uh, I, they and... weird, Kirk. They weird, 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 weird. <laughs> well. It was on the Santa Monica Pier, right? Mm -hmm. And they didn't release the lineup until like an hour before the festival started. Mm -hmm. And they had a line like wrapped down the pier, like because there's a little like you can drive down the pier and it's like a, it's like a hill. Mm -hmm. And then it goes around this block, around like this aquarium. All the, oh man, I I had to walk to the back of this line, and then uh, I was in this line for like two hours mm -hmm. to, just to get in. And is it worth it? I'm not even to halfway. Wait two hours. I'm not even like halfway in there. What do I start to hear play? Garfunkel notes. They were the first band on. Oh, and I missed them, Carmen. But just to for that, you don't know how things are actually going to work out mm -hmm. until you actually get there. 
right. until you actually do it. And they didn't, They the next year they didn't do it. They actually did it at like the Civic Center or something mm-hmm. because they realized that getting all these people onto the pier was probably not a good idea. Right. Because at the end of it, Lonely Island was big at the time and uh, they were they were like the second to last. They were right before Tenacious D. And Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler was on there. Oh, he was hilarious. It's so good. A lot of people think that Adam Sandler movies, but then you don't like... Remember, like, all the songs he used to play and mm-hmm. how silly he was? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But uh, having all those people on the on the pier and, you know, like, there were, like, people, like, smoking and stuff. The pier's wood. You know, it's not going to catch on fire, but, you know. Yeah, still time. Right. So you don't know what's going to happen at those festivals and stuff until you're there doing it. Well, I it. feel like when you have that many people and, like, it's very difficult to control 60,000, 70,000 people. And yep. first off, what's the limit? What's the fire code? Why are all these people right. allowed to be? I mean, it's outside, so right. I understand that. It's this plot of land where they just fit all these people in. But, like, it was reports of people doing interviews after the concert, and this one guy said that literally if you if uh, you jumped up in the air, you would get stuck mm-hmm. just because of how tight it was from the people. So right. people were li- literally just suffocating because they were getting smashed by the crowd that was pushing from behind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, man. I would have had to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Once I would have seen it. So I'm really like, as soon as I see a little bit of trouble, oh, okay, we got we to gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. I, I can't be around that stuff. There's no way I would have been part of that. Right. First off, I don't ever want to be around that many people mm-hmm. and nobody was wearing masks. Right. So I'd never want to like, ever, we just forgot about COVID mm-hmm. <laughs> guarantee you that many people, every single person wasn't vaccinated. There's no way they could be. Yeah. Right. So it was, it's just an interesting one. Them festivals are huge. So I just can't see myself ever wanting to go to a festival that large mm-hmm. and people be so into it. Right. It's like, Mm-mm. Yeah. That's you get to go there. You get a, you get to see like, maybe multiple people that you wanted to see that's yeah. all just all right there yeah but it's not the people performing that's the that's the good part about it it's the other scoundrels mm-hmm. around you that's drinking doing all this fucking shit right. like they said it was reports from the from astro world where a security guard got pricked in the neck by fentanyl with fentanyl mm-hmm. they had to administer narcan to revive him somebody stuck him in the neck with a needle right like those that's what you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. When it's that many people, there's a lot of bad people in this world. And if you're around fifty thousand, a lot of them are bad. Right. <laughs> you, like so it's just I don't know, it's a weird one. Yeah. It's just interesting. But they're dragging Travis Scott right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh my god, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what is he supposed to do? I don't know. If you got that Kardashian money, you better do something. You think he's got Kardashian money? Uh, he, he, okay, so the youngest daughter is the bi- first billionaire in the family. Mm-hmm. He with her. He got a kid by her. Y'all, which, which you, she does makeup, right? She sells makeup, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, I feel That's like. That's that mom. That I, mom got her put on, man. I feel like I was at the, at the airport and she had a, uh, a, uh, vending machine. A makeup vending machine there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, her mom literally got with whatever company they were with, and then they start pushing it, and because of her fan base, and a lot of younger mm-hmm. kids like her. Right. So they bought the stuff. Like, sometimes kids will carry your products so of far. Yeah. So. doesn't have to be good. It's got to have somebody you know on it. Yeah, I just want it because everyone else in school has it. The school thing is a big one that mm-hmm. people follow those trends. Right. It's like, man... 
Why did skinny jeans become a trend? Who decided that was a good idea? I don't know. I hate that. You don't like skinny jeans? I absolutely hate it. Why do you want the bottom of your legs to be tight? (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. And at the place I work right now, the chef and the other chef there, they be wearing those skinny jeans. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know that's uncomfortable. You don't. You don't think I can't work in that? No, they they seem to be fine with it. Uh But I can't work like that can't like lift up your leg the way you're supposed to nothing you just can't move around right like right. you got it and i'm looking at him and i'm like you had to jump up and down to get in them pants you think he, had he absolutely uh, 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 he had to jump up and down and pull him over his ass <laughs> and i'm looking like uh-huh. you, how you feel comfortable as a man jumping up and down and getting your pants like that right because they skinny yeah. <laughs> that's crazy sometimes uh what i hate about like pants that are just a little too tight for you mm-hmm uh, I'm a boxer brief, brief man. Mm-hmm. Um, but so what else would you be? Well, you could wear, you know, briefs, you know, just like whitey tidies. You can wear, box, you can wear boxers, you know, Ew, that's for little kids. <laughs> but, uh, if the pants are too tight around the thighs, when you, you pull them up and then they all start, they all get lifted with the pants. So then they're all like in places where they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, so you got to kind of. You got to kind of take your undies down and then lift up your pants and undies at the same time. So that way, like everybody fits so they don't get all scrunched up. Yeah. That's I, what I don't like about tight pants. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Well, look what girls have to go through. You don't think your underwear roll up and you have to make sure even girls even more because you uh-huh. can see your penny line in the pants. Right. So if they all bunched the, up, you the, look crazy. The VPL, they call that. The VPL? Yeah, visible panty line. Yeah, but imagine <laughs> imagine putting on your pants and they all scrunched up and people could see it. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Right. Girls have a heart. They do. I know. It's a lot to, to deal with. So, uh, yeah, that was a big story. And then um, what's the other popular story people talking about? Will Smith right now. He has a new book coming out. I, I, I've had enough of Will Smith. I, I think everyone has. <laughs> and the crazy part is it's not even him. It's his wife that's uh-huh. doing the majority of you it. You think she didn't Jada cre- Pinkett? She didn't created that red table talk, uh-huh. and they go on there and they talk about situations that are uncomfortable for the average person to mm-hmm. digest. It's like, why would you tell your personal business like that on there? Right. But the, the reason she's gotten talk. so big is because it's the Smith family table right. talk. Right. So it's what typically it's like uh, Jada Pickett's mother and Willow Smith. Yeah. Her daughter. Yeah. And they sit and talk. About I things. believe that on the show they got their vagina steamed. Oh. So the grandma, mom, and the daughter. Now, mind you, their daughter is only like 17. Uh-huh. She's still very young. Right. While all this stuff was going on, even like back in the day when Willow first came out with her single, she was nine. Uh-huh. She's not that old. She's well, not old enough to be it, in conversation. What was it called? Uh, with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. And uh-huh. it, w- it was a big single for right. her. And she has another one on the radio right now, actually. It sounds really good. Oh, yeah? She can sing. She has a really good voice. Why do you think uh, Willow is, you know, able to get the music out? And then you got the, uh, what's the other one? Jaden. Jaden. And don't you think that it's weird that... Because the, he's a good artist, too. Don't you think that it's weird that the boy's name is Jaden, and then the mother's name is Jada, and then Will Smith has a daughter named willow smith yeah don't you think that that's weird they did some real real crazy stuff the oldest boy named the mom was like we're not doing that Uh uh-huh his name is trey or something i forgot but um, but nobody knows who he is no he's been on (laughs) he's been in little little parts and things Mm -hmm. but yeah 
Nobody know who he is. Right. I mean, I'm sure he still live a lavish life. Yeah. But uh, he's just not the popular one. Maybe he like it like that. Maybe he don't like the attention. Everybody don't like the attention of having people watching him all the time. True. So, but yeah, it's interesting you mentioned both of them. So Willow, she's a great singer, mm-hmm. and she, uh, I think she's going the mainstream route. What people want to hear, like the what the genre and the people that she's connected with. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been able to get her music out there. She messed with EDM artists and things, so she get her music on bigger platforms versus just like the rap category. Mm-hmm. Where in Jaden Smith, he's a rapper. He's very, very good at rapping, but he never stops. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he like when he do songs. He just rapped for twenty minutes. It's like, hey, you have to put a, you have to put some the part where people can catch on the to hook. it. The hook right. is no hook. He just rapped the whole time. Right. <laughs> so I think he has well, all this writing stuff a story or what? Is the whole story. <laughs> That's what his songs sound like. Uh-huh. It's impressive that he can rap freestyle like that for so long. But it's like somebody got to help him right. because he's trying to do music his own way. But that is not what people enjoy listening to. Mm-hmm. You gotta like maybe a few hardcore fans. Right. But not the. It's not getting on the radio because mm-hmm. you're not getting a ten minute slot on yeah, the radio. We can't, what, we're gonna. We're gonna. After this commercial break, we'll listen to Jaden Smith <laughs> and then another commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they can't. You know what I mean? That's the reason why his music because he kind of has his own way of doing it, and if he can't do it his way, he doesn't want to fold for like the. Right. So okay, well then you can't do music. Mm-hmm. Keep selling your waters. Well, you know, I there's this documentary. It's you can watch it on Netflix right now, but. Uh, it's about uh, the band Sparks. It's called the Sparks Brothers. Yeah. And it's this band that uh, they've been around for a long, long time, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have like 20 different albums, you know. The Sparks Brothers? Yeah. I believe well, The band's called Sparks. Sparks. Right. But they're brothers. Well, they are brothers. I mean, the name sounds ma- like name something is, I might have heard. But their name is Male. Huh? Their name is Male. Oh, okay. That's their, that's their last name is Male. They're not, their last name isn't Sparks. Okay. Right. But the name of the group is The Sparks. No, it's just Sparks. Okay. Well, you could put Anyway, that. so put they that got like that. 20 albums, and then like none of them are really like, were like huge hits, <laughs> but they just keep coming out with new stuff. It's again and again. There's a- uh, I mean, you know. There's a uh, movie on Amazon right now uh, that just came out called uh, Annette, I believe it is, and- they they did a, like all the music for it, mm-hmm. you know, like and just neat stuff, cool stuff. Yeah, with them, but they're they're a group of people that they just make their stuff and then mm-hmm. they throw it out there. Yeah, you know? somebody's gonna buy it, right? Yeah, definitely. If you live simply, you don't need to make all your money. What was it? The uh, and if you own your stuff, you're in a better position than people who sign the labels and end up with nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there was a guy in the 90s, uh, I think his song was Lullaby. Mm-hmm. It was either Lullaby or Closing Time. I can't remember which one. It's one of those two songs. It ain't the regular Closing Time, is it? <laughs> what? It ain't the regular song, Closing Time, is it? Yeah, the regular one. It's called Closing Time. Yeah, but then there was another one called Lullaby, and I that might be the guy that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. But he was selling you know, tapes and CDs out of his car, and then he signed with an album, and then he had his one hit, mm-hmm. and then he didn't make any more money. Mm-hmm. So then he had to start selling stuff, and he's like, I'm making more money than I made with the record label anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, the music industry is, is uh, 
It's big business, and it's a lot of dirty, shady stuff involved mm-hmm. in it. So you have to be smart and educated. You have to figure out how to get the information so you don't get screwed over on it. Right. Because if you don't know that stuff, if you don't have nobody to show you, hey, this is this, this is this, it's sharks ready to take advantage of you because they know you don't know, and they know what little corners they can get you on. Right. And so that's the disappointing part. We were watching the... Uh what was the Lou Pearlman? Lou, Lou Pearl- Pearlman documentary. Lou Pearlman. He was the producer for the Backstreet Boys. A lot and, of boy bands. And In Sync. And uh just how he was he was like treating the boys like they were like his friends and they were like Like they were out. his kids and yeah. stuff. And then he'd like take them out to dinner and basically he pulled these two groups out of like casting sessions and just right. like, threw them together. And like One Direction and Simon Cowell did One Direction and a couple other groups like that. Right. And uh, and he would take them out to dinner and then they took them out to they're like, OK, you're going to get paid. You find they did like a bunch of tours and stuff. And they're like, yeah. oh, and we then got they the had a, they had a meeting and they're like, ah, it's payday. We're going to you're going to get yeah. paid. And then they each got paid like 10 grand, ten thousand dollars <laughs> after they were torn. <laughs> like they were huge. They were like, like the number one band in the in the nation everywhere and they're like this is all and they get? tour for two years straight before they even got this right and then <laughs> what lou perlman he uh he said that he was like the the sixth member of the backstreet boys he made himself <laughs> he made on himself. contract the right. sixth member of the backstreet boys right. so he also got a percentage of the money that getting, they were he also got 10 grand too right but also all the money was funneled through him and then because he was paying for, you know, their uh, stage time, he was paying for all of their equipment, all of that. So all that stuff went through him first. He took what he wanted and then he got a percentage of whatever they got. Because he on paper made himself the sixth member of the group. Right. Who does that? <laughs> that is straight. They show dirty. They show them in the court. And then this guy's like, this guy's like, uh, my daughter has a Backstreet Boys poster in her room. And you're not on it. You're telling me that you're the, the Backstreet Boys? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, this like 50-year-old man, he's like. It's just dirty business. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. And and uh, what did the guy say? It's the, I forget his name. He's the, he's one of the, not the most popular, but he was he was in NSYNC, I believe. And he was one of the. He's the gay guy who hangs out with the Kardashians all the Lance time. Lance Bass. Lance Bass. I love Lance Bass. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorite out of the two groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Justin. But then. Oh, Ramen Noodlehead? Justin. But then <laughs> Lance Bass after that. Uh-huh. And uh, he said on there, like, him, his mom was like, uh uh-uh, uh. And they ripped the contract. They ripped the check up. They didn't spend the 10000 because mm-hmm. they were like, this is not right. We need to get to the bottom of it. Right. And once they hired lawyers to look over the contract, he said, this is the worst contract I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my history of reading yeah. contracts. It was it was like a relative of theirs mm-hmm. that, that, that they got. They had him. They were like, hey, come check this out. And he was like, well, why did you sign this? But because they didn't know no yeah, better. You're getting. First of all, you you're like, OK. My kid, he just he's going to be in this group or something and you know he just did all these auditions and And for the kid i don't gotta go to school regularly okay that's even that part not even having to go to school that might be worth just Mm -hmm. getting into the group right (laughs) and they've got they're already paying for our our housing and the lou perlman he said to the mom he was like you're you're not gonna have to work ever again 
Oh, did he say? It was yeah. Like, Yo, oh, yeah. You let him come with me. You never have to work. Like he was already prepping because her because she was to... a teacher. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna have to go to school ever again. Or you're not gonna have to. Yeah, you're not gonna have to ever do that again. But she had to because right. he still played him on the money. <laughs> right. So like she's still probably working. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Crazy. It is. It's definitely. It's uh, the music business is dirty. You just have to. You have to have your stuff together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very rare for like a. Somebody to get the status like a Justin Bieber, a Taylor Swift, a Lil Nas X. He's another one that's coming up with that machine funnel behind him Mm -hmm. where they are pushing him, pushing him to be like this global superstar. Mm -hmm. But like that's hard to do sometimes, especially back then. Now it's a little more uh, people can find out if they can play it or not a little easier than they could back then. Especially when you gotta wait on a computer to load up forever, so you'll never find out you getting screwed over. <laughs> you got a time Windows load is like, oh my god, it's take thirty minutes. Uh-huh. Like you don't want to use the computer no more after that. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine that how it was then to how it is now for yeah. as computer? I, well, people didn't look at things on the internet like they do now. I know there wasn't that many resources on there. That's true. That's very true. Very true. Um, so. I am going, I'm not going to talk about the trip until I get back. We'll talk about it on the next podcast, but I'm headed off to Salem today. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit, I don't know. I'm not into the witchy stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to go see witch stuff. You got to see witch stuff. Yeah. That's what they're there for. Oh, and then, and then the teacher is like, well, we could, uh, you guys could wear witch costumes and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, I'm not playing dress up with y'all. Dress up like this too much. You could get a nice hat, Mm-mm. a nose. Now, it's funny because when we went to the cemetery, we went to the cemetery for a field trip mm-hmm. with, uh, from our dark tourism class. Right. For anybody listening who doesn't know what it is, it's tourism that happens around tragedy. Mm-hmm. So uh, where... That's dark tourism. Dark tourism, right. right. So it could be in like the Holocaust camps where mm-hmm. people like to go see them and like things like that. That's all dark tourism. Right. And uh, so we went to the cemetery um, for a field trip. And the guy at the cemetery, he's like, you guys want to wear black cloaks? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> like, I got, like I got, you're too I into got like this. I like 20 black cloak, cloaks in my trunk. Yeah, he's like, he's like, we have a bunch of them. Do you guys want to <laughs> put one on? And everyone's like, no. Uh-huh. Like, dude, right. you're too excited about this cemetery tour. I'm like, people are dead here. Right. We're stepping on people. Right. And he's like, oh, like he's just making it a whole fun field trip. I know, but boy, like I don't know. He was just, he just knew too much. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't I don't understand how people get into that business. Yeah, it's not for me. Well, you can uh, well you're learning about it. You know, you'll figure it out. I'm not getting into that though. I know, but you'll you'll by the end of the class, you should have a little understanding of why they do it, right? You think they're just. Yeah. Yeah, I I did my project. I did my project on Six Flags. I created a dark tourism experience out of that. Mm-hmm. A challenge where people can kind of uh, go around and right. and uh, find stuff. And then at the end, they can win a prize. The first person to get all the clues win a prize. I made, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Right. So. That's cool. Yeah. And I just, uh, now, I have to read this in front of the whole class tonight. And I'm very nervous about it because I don't like public speaking. I'm actually getting nervous thinking about it right Uh now. So the only solution that I have is that I go first. Mm -hmm. Because if I sit in that classroom and multiple people go before me, I'm going to get more anxious and more anxious and worked up. And then I'm going to say I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what happens every time. If I don't go first, I'm going to sit there and stew on it the entire time other people are going. And I'm going to be so freaked out that I almost pass out. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be like, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Here's my flyer. I'm not doing the project because I'm too freaked out. I hate public speaking. Okay. It's the number one fear in the world, you know? Is it? It is. Okay. Yeah. People don't like public speaking. Yeah. It can be. Would you be comfortable with that? I've done public speaking before. I know, but are you comfortable with standing in front of a crowd in the front of the room where everybody's looking at you at the same no, time? Never. I hate never it. Never have been. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's the number one fear. Right. I, I don't say that I'm I'm fearful of it. But I'm not, it's un- fear, I'm it's not uncomfortable. fearful of it. But, yeah, just, I don't know. I'm scared. Right. I get so scared. I told you the last time I did, a, um, I had to do... A project in front of the class was an English class, and I was so sh- I was about to faint, and mm-hmm. you could tell my voice was cracking. I was so nervous, and when I yeah, finished, but you always think that it's worse than what it actually is. Yeah, but I psyched myself out in my head. And no, what I mean is like people might not have saw heard your voice cracking, but I hear it. Yeah, you hear and it. then mentally it freaks me out, and right. then it just goes downhill. But people. And then I start the time, shaking up. <laughs> a lot of the time, people don't really see that stuff. I know. It's my own personal yeah. issue. Um, but when I finished, the teacher said, girl, you made it through it. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a grade because you made it. I didn't think you was going to make it through that. Mm-hmm. And I was so embarrassed. She said it in front of everybody, like, well, you made it through it. Meanwhile, this 15-year-old Chinese kid, he did his perfectly and got an A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, I think that's it. All right. All right. Well, we had to cut it short today because we got a lot going on. But thank you guys for listening to another episode of Sweet Gravy. And uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also check us out on YouTube and every other streaming platform. Awesome. Thank you.